Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, this is uh, Matt Z for another podcast at the Optimus uh, Studio. Today I'm going to talk about um, how to develop a trading edge. What is a trading edge? And I'm going to uh, try and give you a different perspective on um, what a trading edge is. And um, as always, I want to be very, very different from what you read out there online and articles and everything else. Um, I don't mean to be controversial, but I do tend to think differently about trading edges. And I speak quite frankly about them. If you have any comment, because I can't interact with you on the podcast, I uh, prefer to do it on our community forum. So please go to community.org optimusfutures.com you can write any comment there about this podcast or just ask me any questions not just about trading edges but about technology for futures execution trading or anything Um, i'd love to answer that and we like to gather content out there that helps traders it helps us as well when people post online you know people can find optimist that way so please go to community.optimusfutures.com and your sweat equity and uh, putting your input is much appreciated. Okay, so today we're going to talk about trading edges and how to develop them, what they are, and uh, hopefully that will help you in your own trading. So um, my definition of a trading edge is basically uh, a place or a time where uh, you win, where others lose, meaning that an edge is where you have the ability to go in and place a trade, uh, recognizing that something is happening in the market that gives you an advantage over others, and you have the ability to go in, go long or go short, take advantage of the situation and come out potentially with a profit. So a lot of people you know, in the industry, they talk about the fact that you know, it's a zero-sum game, and it's absolutely true. Um, there's some people that just mention only the side of the winning side that it's a great feeling and everything else but just remember it's a competitive place when you when you talk about an edge it means you're in a place where there's going to be a lot of people incurring a lot of losses and you're actually making um, you're taking advantage of other people's mistakes as unpleasant as it is to hear sometimes for some or not recognizing this ability especially if you're on the losing side 
that's the truth. You know, every winner, essentially, who goes long or short and takes advantage, um, the other side will take the opposite side of the trade, and hopefully he will act based on gut feeling, randomness, you know, just some sort of an emotional, um, uh, like I said, gut feel that would make him go long or short. So again, you know, the first definition of an edge is you make money or other lose money. Now let's talk about what is a winning trade actually. So if I was to ask anybody, what is a winning trade? Um, the first reaction that I would get, well, it's a trade that made money. And there's a problem with that definition because it only talks about the financial aspect of the outcome. It doesn't talk about what a winning trade is. It's talking about the outcome of a winning trade. But what is a winning trade in the marketplace if you were to take away the outcome of profit? So a winning trade is a trade where you took advantage of the market where there was an anomaly and you came in and you basically saw that there's a certain level of mispricing in the market. You went in and then the market corrected to what it should be. And this is where it ties up also to a winning edge because you have the ability to recognize those places. So, you know, the simplest way to think about, you know, an edge is maybe support and resistance. You know, if you have um, a chart and you look at the chart of the E-mini S&P and it keeps on bouncing and bouncing and bouncing from a certain support level. Now, it might break that support level. It doesn't mean that it won't, right? It's a chance you have to take. But let's assume that you decided to go long and the market did play in your favor. So now <clears throat> you took advantage of the fact that the market was mispriced, right? It, it wanted to go back. It actually bounced off support levels and then it reached a higher level and you were able to take a profit. So this is the most um, simple example of an edge. Now there's a lot of edges. You can develop edges with indicators that you use. You can develop an edge with quantitative approach. You can develop an edge with um you know and anything statistical approach so whatever makes you evaluate a market where you think there's a certain level of mispricing this is where you go in you take advantage and uh, the pricing uh, hopefully will work in your favor from there now <clears throat> when you talk about edge and you talk about profits you cannot talk about it separately without talking about trading skills right so you can have an edge that you developed um, it could be a simple edge, you know, don't think that you have to be a professor, you know, to develop an edge. An edge could be something very, very simple, and it's only part of the formula of a winning trade, right? So, again, remember the definition of a winning trade is that it's a trade that you took advantage of a mispricing in the market. And so to develop edges, you know, you can have, you can do it with the skills that you have. Now, again, you cannot talk about trading edge or winning or anything else if you don't have trading skills, meaning that even if you have an edge, meaning that you have the ability and have a method to recognize a mispricing in the market, and you're really, really good at it, but you don't have the trading skills to accompany that, it will not be a successful career. Now, what are trading skills, right? So part of trading skills is basically have risk management. It's the ability to recognize when you're wrong and being wrong, and you will be wrong many times. It's also your psychology is having the patience of waiting for your trade to occur, waiting for the mispricing, waiting for the edge to occur. So basically, that is a psychological trait. It's also understanding math, not being a math genius, but 
understanding of variance, meaning that you don't judge yourself based on one trade or two trades or even 10 trades. It's meaningless. You know, if you're talking about 100 trades, 50 trades, maybe then you have some sort of a sample that recognizing it. But again, it's a psychological issue where traders live and die by a single trade that they've made. And that's basically, it's not going to work in the long run. Also part of trading skills is position management, right? So if you have an edge and you are uh, going all in on that edge, like because you don't trade frequently. So a lot of people sometimes say, well, you know, should I increase my risk size because I don't trade frequently? And when I have an edge, should I go all in? And I say, absolutely not because uh, position management is part of risk management. And if you're wrong, um, every outcome of every trade, you have to think about the fact that you're wrong. If you're wrong, what kind of impact will it have on your account? Right. What kind of, um, for lack of a better word, you know, what kind of damage can it do to your account? So again, always think from a risk management and position management is part of it. So again, you have trading skills, which I'm not saying that I'm listing them all, but I'm listing, you know, what just comes to mind right now, which is risk management, uh, patience, psychological traits, uh, variance, position management, and so forth. So, um, if you have no skills and you did develop an edge, I guarantee you that it will not going to work and it's going to lead to a loss. So again, you know, in this industry, in the futures trading industry or Forex industry or any industry, we're talking about the probability. We don't have a formula to exactly what's going to work, but we try to work with certain variables that would potentially would lead to higher probability of success, right? Cannot guarantee success because that the rest is, you know, a lot of those variables are up to you. Um, and a lot of small things in between that you do. Now, <clears throat> when we talk about edges, um, edges get lost, right? And basically, if you develop a system, or you develop a method, it doesn't guarantee that it's going to work forever. Now, there's a myth. There's a lot of myths among beginner traders. And again, it's because of the forums and the blogs and all the noise out there where you know, sometimes you come to places and what you read, you don't know if it's coming from a, a person that's paper traded for the last five years and is great in theory um, or it's real. But I can tell you that edges do get lost. I mean, it's really hard to develop a system um, that would work all the time under all market conditions. Now, it doesn't mean, and this is very important for me to say, it doesn't mean that the system, the core system is dead. Um, the core system is not going to work. Um, it, the, the principles might apply, but things change. Volatility changes, so your stop loss and stop targets might increase. And again, when I talk about stop losses, your fills are never guaranteed to be what they, um, uh, what you want them to be. Markets can uh, gap, so please take that into consideration. But <clears throat> essentially, you know, you have ranges in the market and sometimes you can put two percent or five percent on the market but the market is too volatile for that so you might not be able to uh, apply the same system over and over again with the same point value so you always have to look at market conditions again sometimes you'll have to rewrite your entire systems but i believe more times you'll have to refine it for market conditions so different time frames so there's nothing wrong with develop a number of edges um in the marketplace. So when we talk about that, uh, that market conditions change, part of your edge 
okay, is also recognizing two things. It's when you don't trade and when you trade. So <clears throat> you got to have the ability to recognize when your edge, your method, or your risk management or position management and everything else that comes with trading might work under those market conditions and not. So when you don't trade, it's also part of your edge because you recognize right now the trading environment is not suitable. Now, let me just elaborate on that. A lot of people will not trade, not will stop trading, convincing themselves that the system is not good because they just have fear. So they had a bunch of losses, which is understandable. You know, I'm not here judging anyone. I don't want to, you know, I want to look at you equal in the eye and say, you know, I've been there. I've done that. Um, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't like when people in trading talk above you if you're, even if you're an amateur. But the one thing I wanted to say that a lot of people will not trade because they experienced fear, not necessarily because it's bad for their system. So they can go through three, four losses and they can say, you know what? That's a bad trade. That's a bad method, you know, but that's not the case. So you got to have the ability to recognize when you are deciding not to trade based on your gut feel or, um, or basically, um, it's really not suitable for those, for, for this system. And again, I wish there was a formula to recognize between the two, but I trust you to do uh, that. So again, part of an edge, just to repeat that, is also the ability to recognize when you trade and when you don't trade. Again, repeating edge is trading psychology, risk management, and uh, method. So <clears throat> let's talk about something else um, right now associated with an edge. It's a term that I heard and it made me think a lot. I wish I could give credit to the person who actually put it in my head. I'm sorry, I don't remember, but it, he mentioned, uh, so it wasn't for me, and so at least I, I'll tell you this, but he talked about the concept of sustainable edge. And and I started thinking about, you know, what is a sustainable edge? Like, you know, again, you know, because I said before, you can't have a system that works all the time and you need to adjust it once in a while. Not too much, you know, again, with different market conditions. Uh, but what is a sustainable edge? You know, how can an edge be um, sustain itself? So, again, I think it's when the core risk management of the system works well, position sizing, your psychology, um understanding mathematical variance if you guys understand mathematical variance is basically it's the you know it's the laws of large numbers for example right not just judging each trade that you do um you know but rather understanding it as part of a sample uh trade of one of out of a hundred one out of a thousand trades that you'll do so when you have when you talk about sustainable edges you also apply for example certain formulas um so formula for example for um, you know, for a sustainable edge, um, could be your win percent, right? Multiplied by your average win minus your loss percent, uh, multiplied by your average loss. And that would give you an idea of your risk management in the system, right? So regardless of what method you use, those are the kind of formulas that you have to use. So again, again, sorry, to have a sustainable edge, um, you want to develop a core methodology and also um, a core behavior that's associated with it, which are your trading skills, right? And I believe that a lot of those decisions are um, psychological, such as 
the risk management that you're going to have, how you're going to behave when there's losses, the positions you're going to take. And I'm going to tell you something, regardless of what you're going to promise yourself, you're going to break it a hundred times, if not 200, but that's okay. Because again, you know, I look you equal in the eye and I say, been there, done that, because it's just what it is. You know, as much as we promise ourselves, we also have a thing called DNA. And we also have subconscious thoughts and not everything in our behavior we can explain. So if you've been trading, it's, uh, and at some point you said, you know, there were so many losses and you went to, um, a stage of F that, you know, and losing it, you know, we've, we've all been there, but you still have to go back, recognize it, um, and and change your behavior like being conscious start being conscious of the errors that you make and that's also part of the edge edge is not just finding in the markets you know uh, mispricings but also the ability to recognize which i think just as equally important if not important to recognize uh, consciously the mistakes that you are doing now one thing that i would tell you about trading and this just came to mind that one of the mistakes that traders make is between being specific and general. So let me tell you this. Um, I think that when pe before people trade, they think they have to be specifically right, meaning that they have to buy at one and sell at five. But I think good trading in, is sometimes buying at one, selling at five. Sometimes it's buying at 1.1 and selling at 5.3. Or buying it at one and selling it at two so basically you have to have the ability to uh, recognize the different market conditions and trading and adjust it from there so some some uh, a phrase i've heard once is close is good enough now obviously it might not hit exactly the resistance it might not be exactly on the line it might not be exactly you know a graphical depiction when you start doing all the trends uh, when you use an indicator it might not be exactly so you have to recognize when you develop an edge what is generally right for your edge not specifically right but generally right and that's a very hard concept sometimes to grasp because we always think in terms of absolute, I buy at one, I sell at seven, buy at two, sell at five, short at 10, buy back at seven. But you have to be more flexible than that to recognize when there's a mispricing in the market because it's not going to be exactly um, what your indicator, um, the way you want in your indicator to work or the chart when you draw lines, it might go a little bit below that. It didn't need exactly the resistance, right? You know, all those times that it breaks resistance and comes back, right? All those false breakouts so <clears throat> you know just be just remember that you have to be generally right and again this is my opinion if you have if you think contrary to that you know go to community.optimistfutures.com voice your opinion i'd love to have a debate um now final things so how to develop an edge how do you develop it right so remember the kiss uh, concept um, keep it simple you know and uh, this is what uh, I want you to uh, keep in mind that people come from different backgrounds to trading sometimes your background will dictate a lot about your approach to trading meaning that sometimes you can be uh, very disciplined let's say you're an army guy and you're used to discipline that's really really good 
and it's great, right, to bring it there. And sometimes you can come from areas that also require discipline, but sometimes, you know, it's not exactly applicable. So let's say you're an accountant, and accountants, by the way, they have to be specifically right, right, because it's assets, liabilities, um, but lawyers understand generally right, right? Lawyers do understand that concept because it doesn't matter, you know, what the law, there's different interpretations, right? This is why a lot of stuff being settled out of courts. Um, but anyway, that's a whole <laughs> different discussion. But the point is, is that you can bring different levels of, um, uh, from your occupation into trading. Sometimes your own occupation might have a weakness. So we're talking about accountants. Accountants is very hard for them to understand the concept of generally, right? Uh, but again, you know, over time, you'll, as you trade, you will understand your weaknesses. You'll understand your strengths if you journal everything, right? So don't, don't trade and make your, um, trading experience every day just you know, forget about it. Write down when you have a good day. Write down when you have a bad trade. Um, understand the emotional, write about the emotional roller coaster you went through. You know, look at the charts. It will help you. So I'm going to end uh, this podcast on how to develop your own trading edge. So I'm going to have four factors that I think are very important. I hope it will help you. One is look back at your trading, right? So Again, what I said before, every time you trade, journal it, put it in an Excel spreadsheet, look back at your trading, look at the patterns that you're going through, look at the losses, look at the wins, look at the hours that you're doing, look at the size. Developing edge is developing also a conscious and an objective opinion of your own trading. That's what it is. It's not being depressed when you're bad and saying I'm the best when you have a great trading day. It's really keeping it an even kill and looking back at your own trading every single day and on the weekend if possible. Remember, it's an occupation. It's a profession. Trading is something that you should take seriously. Of course, there's money on the line. But besides that, there's rules to this game. And part of the rules of the game is reviewing it. Um, second thing in developing an edge is I call it the size skills. Uh, and basically you, you can, I don't always say that you always have to trade the same size, but clearly when you don't do well, lower your size. Don't try to make your money back with, with b even bigger size and just saying only this once. Truly, you will regret. Um, you will break this rule if you haven't broken it before because the temptation of the market, you know, thinking there's an opportunity, you know, will, um, and trying to make it back, it's, it's luring. And the worst thing is, the worst thing is if it actually works for you. If you had a trade that you lost a lot of money and then you went in all in with a big size and you made money back, I believe it's the worst thing that could have happened. And the reason is it's because now you think this actually works. And on your next trades, you will lose everything and more. So the best thing is, you know, don't, um, don't do it. You know, develop your size skills. Recognize the size that you can trade. Don't be in a rush. You know, there's people who have, you know, two positions, three positions, 10 positions, and they're really want to go full-time trading. And they say, I'm not going anywhere with the size. Remember, it takes years to develop those skills. You can't go six months or even a year and then double and triple your sizes. 
because then the market will take it away and then you'll have to start over and still do this the smaller size right um so please recognize the size just because you know brokers provide 500 dollar margins or anything like that it doesn't mean that you know we, we do it because it's marketing you know it's not necessarily the best thing out there and you know when when it comes to your account so you know i highly recommend to think twice about the size that you do and again it's also part of your skills right so size has to increase as you increase your uh, incrementally i believe you can increase it but also with a lot of experience and i'm not talking about one week and second week and third week i'm talking about at least six months between one size and the other at least um also third factor of edge is style you know so the style of your trading recognize what you're good at you know recognize if you want to day trade if your risk capital is not enough to carry positions overnight um so just day trade if you are a longer term guy and you do have the capital to sustain huge drawdown you know that's what it is so part of trading edge is recognizing what style you're good at uh you know when i talk to traders i ask them do you day trade or do you keep positions overnight and then they say it depends and you know look i cannot say that somebody's approach is wrong and this is only my opinion but i tell people look i mean i tell our customers and you know prospects that call us and potentially new clients if you have a style and you're a day trader stick to day trading most of the time people who will decide to carry a position overnight many times is because they got into a losing position during the day and they're just trying to cover up for it and then they say well sometimes i trade at night but it's the worst thing that you can do why because the next day you're biased so part of developing an edge is coming to the market unbiased right so if you're short and the market is going up and you day you you day traded the day before and you had some losses and you decided to keep the short the market's still going up now you're frozen now not only that you don't have a chance to make money now you're stuck in the frame of mind that i gotta make my money back so if you're a day trader just stick to day trading now i had instances when people say well look i'm a day trader but if i have a good winning position sometimes i'll carry it overnight even then i say it's you know then you're having two different styles and if the market overnight collapses you know which because there's a one hour gap in the close for example between five and six o'clock eastern or four to five central then you have to um you know anything can happen within that time and you can lose your entire profit so you know choose a style you know day trader or swing trading or now when you talk about even day trading even that has its own categories day trading does not necessarily mean you trade every day it means that you just close your position at the end of the day trading session and this is a risk management decision frequency of trading on day trading is entirely up to you you can trade once once a day you can trade 100 times a day we have customers who trade once a week and we have customers who trade 500 times a day because they have the skills to do it which i believe they do right or at least they believe i hope they do um so that's also recognizing your style is your edge because first of all it for it will go in line with your capital and it will go in line with your personality so there are people out there for example i talk to day traders i talk to swing traders i talk to spread traders 
those things fall in line with our personality. Now imagine, you know, a spread trader decides one day, you know, he looks at the ratios and one day he decides to start day trading. Well, you know, I, I don't think it's his own best interest if he developed the skills and the edge for spread trading. So I am always insistent of people choosing a style. Choose a style, stick to it, don't mix it with others, decide what it is and that's it. And sometimes, look, day trading, it it's... For some people, it's comfort because risk management is done at the end of the day. They don't have to worry about the next day or at least the next session. Um, some, um, you know, swing uh, uh, traders, you know, day trading might give them anxiety, you know, because they look at every single winning loss by ticks and they prefer just to look at the big picture. So style is also comfort. You know, choose a style that you're comfortable with. It will give you comfort because you already know how hard it is to trade and what and the psychology um, effects that it has on you. So choosing the style that you want will, uh, I think, will sit in line with your personality so you can become when you trade. Okay, um, fourth, um, again, is the ability to recognize when your edge stopped working. And again, you know, this is a difficult part. I understand because a lot of people judge it on a very small sample, five trades, 10 trades, because every trade has a loss and we don't have indefinite money. But remember, edges are, remember the concept of variance, large numbers, you know, you have the ability uh, to recognize if you truly lost your edge uh, and the system is not working or it requires tweaking or the market, as we mentioned before, is not conducive right now to the trading um, environment. As we said, part of trading edge is recognized when you trade and when you don't trade. That's it, guys. Um, I hope that you will develop your trading edge. I fully understand the challenge that there is in trading. I respect what you guys go through every day in getting up in the morning and actually taking a risk with your funds and trying to develop the skill of trading. So from the bottom of my heart, I wish you nothing but the best. And again, if you have any questions, if you want to interact, go to community.optimistfutures.com. If you're looking for a futures broker, please visit us on optimistfutures.com. Um, and you can always call us. Toll-free number here is 1-800-771-6748. Local number is 561-367-8686. We trade both futures and forex we have access to worldwide markets for speculators and also for hedgers or corporate accounts or anything else that you might need in trading i wish you all the best and until the next podcast this is med z from optimist futures thank you for listening to the optimist futures podcast subscribe to our podcast on itunes soundcloud and google play you can also find us on youtube facebook Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimus Futures podcast.
Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.